0: Fun times, man.
1: Fun times. I feel like a very <laughs> unsuccessful rapper.
0: <laughs> Lloyd Banks. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's begin. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally someone's in her stanky cray No good thing starts with mm-hmm. I was thinking about my ex. He ain't learned his lesson. That's a brother ain't gonna learn shit. I know this is gonna be all about let's keep this shit funky. <laughs> 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 I mean. What's happening? What's crackulating What's unpoppin' good people? Welcome to the unpoppin' show. Home of unpopular opinions. I am T Storm and joined by as always my partner in crime DJ Mike Swift. What's up fam? <laughs>
0: it was
1: a, uh, a rough road getting here but we arrived. Oh my god, this rough road is not even <sighs> Okay, for folks that can't see us um yeah, if you're if you're listening, thanks you thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't done so, make sure you do so. Um, where you can go to unpoppinshow.com and choose video or audio or both and see what we're talking about and hear what we're talking about and understand the fact that I'm wearing a New York blue shirt looking like a crip right now. <laughs> I'm not cripping. I'm not cripping. I have no idea. I, I don't I don't know anything about gangs except the colors. In any case, I um, wanted to rep New York, the New York Knicks. Um, shout out to my brother, Kevin, who is a diehard Nick fan. I mean, he has not given up on the Knicks. I have common sense. And so,
0: (laughs) 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 uh, backwards. It means something completely different.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, you know, the the New York Knicks, he's stupid. (laughs) That's that. Well, any case, um, Anyway, to represent for New York. Um, the the weekend that we're shooting this, where this is the day after uh, 9-11, eleven. Twenty years um, since that tragedy in 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 here in the United States, and definitely in you know New York City was affected. Um, where where the World Trade Centers um, were basically bombed and destroyed. Watching some of the footage and stuff like that, that I you know. From back then. Spike Lee did a very another another Nick fan. He did a very, 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 very cool um, three part documentary on on HBO Max. I encourage you to go check it out because it's it wasn't just about 9-11. It was about New York being the epicenter from from 9-11, 2001 to now. So right. it's a 2021 and a half and it goes and it starts off, you know, with the covid crisis and everything that happened here. It delves into our now former uh governor Cuomo and uh that guy is an interesting dude. <laughs> Learned a lot watching that. But if you haven't seen it already, make sure you um check out uh Spike Lee's um NYC Epicenter 2001 to 2021 and a half. It's it's very it's very 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 cool Cool. um look at new york city if you never visited new york city um don't do it now we are in the middle of a covid crisis <laughs> stay your ass at home <laughs> don't come here now man i don't care what the, i don't care what the flights it's cheap you can get to new york for a dollar it's a reason for that stay your ass at home
0: <laughs> no i i haven't seen it man um and admittedly, I kind of went into a little bit of a shell uh, yesterday.
1: And I, I yeah. on an actual nine eleven that would have been yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. You know, but um, watching it year after year, watching the footage year after year, I, I just couldn't again. I couldn't again this year.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I did, you know, think about like that day and the moment it all happened. I had started. That was my well second second job in television, and I started in July. Um, and it was the the first time I had any kind of real responsibility. The first job in television was just you know something different. But uh, I remember standing or, or where my where my desk was. It was like in a kind of a communal space mm-hmm. where people would come and go or whatever. And then it was like three of us standing there talking. It's like my boss, another employee, and we were talking. And and you know, it's a TV station. Everybody had a TV. A TVs on, and we were wall to wall news before the second plane hit. So when we got news, we just it was just the first plane it hit, right? At that point, it wasn't nefarious thinking. It was like maybe it was some you know Cessna or something that went off course. Maybe it was some type of accident. And we watched as the second plane came into frame and it was like slow motion. And everybody's heads just kind of followed it. And it hit the building. And then I saw news really happen. Everybody just went in a direction and shit started happening. And I was just kind of standing there like, what am I supposed to do? You know, right, right. Um, and it was like the next few days, it was wall to wall news and and a lot of stuff. And you didn't really get you didn't really get a chance to kind of feel and be in it yep. because you were working, you know, uh, and, and certainly not working like, you know, people at ground zero and that type of thing. But, right, right, right. you know, yeah. it was uh, it was mentally occupying. So I didn't really get a chance to think about it until uh. Probably December. Wow, like December that year is when I, I kind of just stopped and thought about it and was like, oh shit, um, you know. And I had a few people in New York at the time. I was trying to get in touch with them. You know, cell towers weren't just crowded with with traffic. People trying to call everybody. So it was it was it was crazy. It was really yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I was in Atlanta at the time. I had left New York and was in the process of coming back to Atlanta. I had just left, so I it, like I missed it maybe by a, a few weeks. And wow. was, um, was back on the air at Hot in Atlanta and was doing like a, I was doing like like overnight scenario. So I was doing overnights and weekends or something like that. And just prior, um, Aaliyah had died. We got the news that Aaliyah had died that same year. So I remember breaking that news on the air, you know, a few months later, you know, maybe about, I don't know, it was a month later, two months later. So it wasn't, you know, I, was, I, I can't remember exactly. But um, uh, I crashed at my cousin. Shout out to, shout out to Ike. I, was, I crashed at my cousin Ike's house, because it was it was it was the closest house to get to once I got off the air. I went, and I had a I was I think I was riding a bike, and I rode up. He lived in the West End at the time. And so I rode from, rode from the station, to Ike's house, and I crashed on the couch. And he had bounced and left the money. Was calling, 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 calling. Kept the phone was ringing. I got up and answered the phone. I Was like, "What's up?" He was like, "Yo, they crashing buildings." So it's was like what, and when I flipped it on, and saw, and by the time I turned it on, I saw the second plane hit. It was a Harbinger Um, I just, re- I, but what I, you know, I remember about the time because they grounded all air traffic. It was really yeah. eerie not to hear a plane in the sky. My
0: sister a- had gotten my sister and her her late husband, you know, rest in peace, Steve. Um, they went to Vegas to get married. And then the planes hit, they grounded all air traffic, so they were stuck in Vegas.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, the motto is Never Forget. Um, I like to add, a, never forget any of it. Um, shout out to, uh, well, rest in peace, um old friend, um, Bob Slade, who I got the honor of working with, a legendary newsman in New York City. He had been at, um, the now defunct Kiss FM, from the time it started to the time you know they sold it, over thirty something years or whatever. The case I grew up listening to Kiss FM, ninety eight point seven Kiss FM, where Chuck Chill Out and Red Alert used to do you know their thing on the weekend, you know Friday and Saturday nights or whatever. That you know that legendary station. Bob Slade told me at the time in nine eleven. Again, he's a newsman. Um, Kiss FM had Tom Joyner on the air in New York City. Okay. And as this tragedy was happening in New York, Mr. Joyner said nothing on the air. Nothing about it. And as he was, as he was going off the air, it was kind of like, as he was signing off at 10, a, 10 a.m., yeah yeah was, there's some uh, something happening in New York out there, uh, you know, you know, dust of luck or something like that, and see you tomorrow <laughs> and signed off. Bob Slade was not was not appreciative of that at all. He, was, he passed that information on to me. He was like, and you know, if, if you from New York, you know, Tom Jordan never quite worked out in New York City. He's like trying to syndicate into New York City. It's a hard stretch but it just, it just never quite worked out, and it, uh, Slade attributed that part of it, because people, like, people never forgot that, because he, you know, he looked at it, and not the shit on Tom Joyner, you know, he was a great broadcaster, legendary broadcaster, but they, you know the feeling was that he didn't really look at New York as a, a major deal, a big deal. It was just one of his affiliates, and whatever was happening in New York, that's a New York problem not a national disaster.
0: <laughs> right, because that was like a national thing. It was a world yeah. thing. Like, yeah. how do
1: he, he certainly, I wonder, you know. By the way, by the way, just the, that that bit of information that Bob Slade gave me was confirmed by another program director, shout uh, sat out, Derek Brown, in Chicago, who was in Miami at the time, said, yep, that's exactly what <laughs> happened. It's like, oh, yeah. So. I
0: wonder if he, he looked back on that and and said, yeah, I, I missed, you know, that that
1: was an error. He had, he had to. He had to. Because he stayed trying to stay, you know, getting there. He tried to make it up and get back to New York. He finally, his last go around, um, before he retired, he was a little radio station that you can barely hear in New York City. It's kind of almost not really on the air. He, he got a place in New York, like in Harlem or something like that, and was here okay. more for that, but- by the time. You know, that wasn't a real signal. But in the case, he had to. I'm sure he did. I'm yeah, sure he did.
0: That's a miss,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, they, you know, the motto was never forget. Well, never forget all of it. <laughs> 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 well, my, my man, Bob Slade, passed it on to me for a reason. <laughs> He's passed on, so I'm passing it to y'all. Never forget none of it. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, man. In any case, that's enough doom and gloom with that, man. Um on on September 11th, I chose to uh we we had a party for my now 5-year-old uh son, Tahir. Prince Tahir. Congratulations. Yeah. Um he is a superstar. First of all, he started school. Um started kindergarten on his birthday, which is the 8th. He was excited about that. That was really cool for him to start on that day because he Got treated like the king of kindergarten. Came home with a crown and everything. (laughs) Like, he really enjoyed his day. His first day was, you know, because, you know, he was, you know, when you want your kid to have a great day at school, he had the best day, first day of school ever.
0: The bar is set a little too high now.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, man, this got to be like this every year. Every year, the first day of school is going to be my birthday. You know, just, just. so he had a (laughs) had a wonderful time the first and then you know we had a little celebration when our neighbors came over we had some some pizza and cut a little cake and said okay we're going to do the big party on Saturday he was like all right. so all week he's looking forward to Saturday and Saturday gets here boy that yeah he he had a ball we got a bouncy house cousins oh, cool. and our old neighbors and and my new neighbors and some friends and everybody you know it was a great time kids we had about nine kids kept it small, relatively small, nine kids, maybe nine, maybe 12 adults. I think it is so less than 20 people, maybe just that 20 people, something like that. And it was outside. So, you know, everybody was very respectful if they needed to come in the house to use the bathroom, masked up to come in, you know, I kept hand sanitizer on deck and everything and maintained social distancing and all that good stuff. It was a wonderful time. Um, and of course, um I, I put my, my, my um my big speakers outside and blasted all types of music. Everything I started off with, with James Brown. Just to just to ease them into it's gonna be loud.
0: And it's gonna be black. It's gonna
1: be black. <laughs> I don't think it gets I don't think it gets much blacker than than James Brown. Only, <laughs> only thing only thing more militant might have been if I started playing Malcolm X.
0: <laughs> As poets
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Last Post. laughs> oh yeah last pose would have went well, never really good in my neighborhood <laughs> my Caucasian friends were like what is what does he mean uh, poisonous crackers like what does that even mean <laughs> just
0: don't eat the Ritz that's all I'm saying
1: <laughs> poisonous crackers no yeah, yeah yeah, you don't want to eat those. but yeah it was a wonderful time um and uh, yeah, yeah, we well, have a, I have a five-year-old now. This is, this is blowing my mind. Yeah, have, man. Yeah, for those who can see the show, they're watching. I have these silly-looking shades on because I, I have this crazy sty still on my eye. It's yeah. left and come. It's like kind of went away and said, "No, nope, I'm not ready to leave yet," and came back. God damn it! So,
0: dude, I had one for a year. A year. Mm-hmm. They kept giving me these med- medication, medication. It didn't get rid of it, and I finally had to go into the doctor's office get my eyelid numbed. He flipped it back in the office and and burned it out.
1: <gasps> I don't want that. That it's not on the inside. It's on the it's on the outer.
0: On the outside, yeah. Mine was on the inside
1: under the eyelid. Oh jeez, you know I don't really want surgery on my eye. I've had enough surgeries for a while. Last one was on my elbow. That was getting. That was scary. When the the, the nerve block and you know, you know makes you not you know paralyzes your entire. Yeah, that was not fun at all. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No. So that's the type of shit that I'm going through yeah. Um. Yeah. In any case, kind of loosey goosey today, folks. It's, it's it's a bunch of news. Like the nine eleven thing was heavy. Yes. But, I want to stay on the heavy stuff too much. Um, yeah, you know what, what? Do you what do you want to talk about man? Um, shit, what's happening? <laughs> I've been in a bubble.
0: Me too. I, I did figure out though that Bill Cosby was trying to go back on the road.
1: Yeah, I saw that. But um, in the holy hell, is he thinking? <laughs> I think he and um and OJ Simpson need to team up and go on the Oblivious Tour. Because <laughs> OJ Simpson gets on on uh, social media and starts talking about shit like we don't think he killed somebody. <laughs>
0: like, Dude, shut the fuck up! <laughs> like, didn't he do like a book or something? Is like, if, if I, I, I did, did,
1: did, it? Like, <laughs> I didn't do it, but if I did, I would have did it like this. Like. Really, dude? Oh, stop speculating! <laughs> Just quit it. Just quit it. Just shut the hell up. This is Bill you know, we, Cosby. Well, I think he's they're they're gearing up for another trial for him. Or is it a civil? I think it, I think it's a civil suit.
0: It's a civil suit. It was filed back in 2014. Um, uh, Judith Huff, Huth. Um she went after him. Said in. In the '70s, at the Playboy Mansion, he got on her. She was 15 at the time, which to me begs the question: Why are you 15 years old at the Playboy Mansion, right?
1: Listen, like the '70s were a different time. Second of all, let's not shame the alleged victim.
0: i I'm, I'm not shaming the victim. I'm just asking a legitimate question. You are at the home of the biggest publisher of, per- I can't say that word on YouTube, mm-hmm. theographies in in quite possibly the world, who's known for... Um, nakedness, no? Polygamy and nakedness. Mm-hmm. He should be carding at the door, just for his lifestyle, like... That's dangerous for him. <laughs> like, how old are you? I,
1: I imagine in the 70s, carton wasn't, that wasn't a thing. I mean, for God's sake, uh, Rick James had a song said she was only 17 and she was sexy. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Rick James sang about, the, you know, she was only 17. <laughs> my god but she was sexy like oh
0: oh crap but uh yeah 15 she she alleges that cosby wait, got wait, on wait. her hold on hold on she filed her case back in 2014 and n- oh, hold now on, hold, Andrea wait, hold on is done it's her turn
1: so do you think r kelly is in jail right is in jail on trial right now but saying but rick james did it <laughs> What about Rick James? (laughs) His trouble, he's dead. His troubles are over. Yours have just begun. Bubba wants to see you. (laughs) Robert? Office. You have a date with Bubba. (laughs) Do you remember uh,
0: in elementary school and they would have you do the exercises? You'd have to do the heads, shoulders, knees, and toes.
1: (laughs) He's going to be doing head... Shoulders, knees, and toes.
0: He's <laughs> gonna be doing head, rubbing shoulders on his knees, and touching his toes. His toes. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah, he is on the greatest to- the greatest tour of his life, the prison tour. R. Kelly. Oh boy! Now, um, in, yeah. now in Brooklyn, coming. Like, did he? Did he do? Did he do his tour? His his um. His bid in Chicago yet? Or he didn't have trial there yet. I don't think so. Are they piling everything on? Because it's it's federal, so are they piling everything on in Brooklyn, or is he going to have to leave from here and go to from state to state where he was, you know, allegedly trafficked, you know, children through those states?
0: So it, I, and I will preface this by saying I am no attorney, but as I understand it Federal charges are one thing, states have their own thing that they can charge for, so he realistically could go federal, state, 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 or the states could just say, all right, feds, you got it. Mm. Run it. Just run it. Um But I am no attorney. Uh but Mr. Cosby, he uh from the wise uh, advice of his counsel, has decided he will not do this comedy tour Uh, because they are going to drag him. He should just kick it with Camille in the crib forever.
1: Or however long he has. I'm a fan of, you know, Mr. Huxtable, of course. What he, and, and and Bill Cosby, what he did for, you know, for comedy and for entertainment and for black folks. You know what I mean? It is a shame. It all gets wiped swiped clear um because of his alleged activities. And I have to say alleged because it's weird really weird on the case like he was he was freed on a technicality. Or he shouldn't have been jailed in the first place. Something I think he, he, he shouldn't
0: have been tried in the first place.
1: He made a deal.
0: he part. cut a deal with the DA. The old DA left. The new DA came in and said, "What deal? I ain't seen no deal." And and brought him in. But the deal was, he admitted to different things in a deposition on the civil side. That the old DA said, "We will not bring this up in trial." You know, you you get a pass for it. To help move the civil case along, and then the new DA came in and was like, psh, psh, "Taking what this nigga to trial." And right. so the it, it was fruit of the poisonous tree. It should have never been introduced and put in front of a a, a judge and a jury in the first place. And that's kind of how he got out of it.
1: Wow, it took three years though. That's crazy. Whew. But
0: <laughs> I'm gonna ask a question that I'm not gonna ask. I'm. I'm
1: <laughs> I wonder how many young men did uh, Bill tell him pull your pants up while he was in jail <laughs> I mean, how many how many anyway, pull, your, pull your have some pride pull your pants up the belt <laughs> up I mean did he run that shit cause he was on it before he went in he was on that oh it's so many jokes
0: <laughs> <laughs> why does YouTube have to ban us with for uh salacious jokes
1: yeah, well, well, I mean, uh, so far, our, our website, though, you can say it and you have to cut it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the audio enticed folks to go over and listen to what Mike had to say about Pill Cosby in three, two. So you, you the How many young
0: men did he have to tell to pull their pants up? Really?
1: Right. everyone ran into was that before after they were done like that's the (laughs) yeah oh god all right how many how many young men told bill cosby all right now you pull your pants up (laughs) go clean yourself up pudding man Why you, uh, why you, why you, why you, why is like, you know, butt sex jokes so funny to me? Like, you know, <laughs> prison butt sex jokes. Like, why is that so funny? It shouldn't be because we're talking, you know, let's talk about somebody's manhood. But the visual of Bill Cosby getting. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> is, that's horrible. That's, <laughs> that's horrible. All right, I'm gonna stop, and we're back. So if you're watching this, you missed. <laughs> Just go it's over ankle
0: two. holding jokes. You missed pants jokes, all kinds of prison humor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's something I am ex- excited to see. Um, have you seen the new trailer for Matrix Four? Exha- I have. What are you? What are your thoughts on it?
0: I don't understand it. Right, what? like so. So and and that makes me afraid to watch this movie. Here's what okay. I mean. Usually with a trailer, mm-hmm. you can watch it and have some sense of what the story is. Right? And then that will entice you, like they'll mix in, you know, if it's an action movie, you get some action sequences and you get a little you it's put together in a in a sense of you kind of get what's going to go on. In the in the The Matrix 4 trailer. I looked at it. It looked really cool. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand what the story is. Is is Neo back in the Matrix? Is it a different person? It feels like just a rehash of all of the old stuff just done now. uh, How many years later? Because I think the last movie was done in 2003. So, you know, 2021, we get a new movie and it's the same characters except for... Lawrence Fishburne, who is yeah. very noticeably not in it, um so yeah, I, it, it makes me afraid that there's no real interesting story being told. It's just a lot of great special effects, and they're putting the Matrix Four on it, and people will go and spend you know two hundred million dollars to see something that's me.
1: I think. Well, you know, I, I, I'm a fan of the, the Matrix, like well, especially the very first one. The First one was done very well. It was in the story and everything was great about it. Right. And I watched the other two. I kind of, I feel like I kind of tolerated the, the other two, you know, um, but to see the story come to a completion, you know, by three, I was like, okay, it wasn't as great as the first, you know, there was more money, you know, for all the effects and things that they, you know, very innovative in doing, but watching the, watching the trailer, um, and, Folks, if you've seen it, feel free to chime in. What I've gathered from it is, it's picking up from the what was it? What, what was I forget what the last one was called? It wasn't called Resurrection. This one is called Resurrection. The first, the third one, what there was, I forget what it's called. In any case, but the the last one that we found out that the Matrix, you know, the program as a as a means of control. Would have the one, every, you know, come and you know, do what he, Neo did every time, and it, I think he said it was six times that had happened that it had gone through the process of c- connecting to the source or whatever, coming back and then workering a deal for peace, and then it, it starts over again. So I'm I'm gathering that this is a recycle of, you know, the cycle of what happens. Between the Matrix and the real world. And that Neo again, once again, doesn't realize who he is. There's a part, there's a part where um Neo and Trinity see each other like in a coffee shop and they shake hands and they give it a look like, Do I do I know you? Have we met? You know, one of those type of things. You know, so
0: I, you know and I hate to be this guy. Actually, no, I don't. I'm fine with being this guy. Um, to answer your original question, the Matrix the third Matrix movie was Revolutions. Revolution. Matrix, Matrix Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolutions. And the last two were both released in two thousand three. Right. Um if it's not going to be a movement of the story, if it's not going to be a significant differentiator, if it's not going to be um a new take a new interesting take on the original concept what's the point right it it then it just kind of becomes a a hollywood box office money grab to me and 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 i I think i've said that on on said this on this show before i am bored with that like i'm bored with it out of tv i'm bored with it out of the movies it's like okay we'll we'll slap a name on it well let's make another batman movie and not do anything interesting with it um yeah it's just okay and not to pick on batman because i think the last ones were actually pretty good but
1: no, there's uh, new ones coming they i don't i don't even i haven't even i've cho- chosen not to watch the trailers because i don't know what the point is
0: it it's it's earlier in his development as batman so
1: did we Did we see oh, this already
0: did we though um i guess we yeah, did there. with with Christian Bale and that yeah. trilogy. But, look, I'll be interested to see how they handle it. The trailers for it don't look so bad. Um, but, I, I'm, I'm just bored with the money grab. I hope, I hope that there's some spin or take on this storytelling that makes me go,
1: whoa. But, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt hey, listen, it. Hollywood itself is a money grab. What do you mean? That's, I think that's how Hollywood started. It was a money grab. <laughs> there's money. There's gold in them there hills. Money grab.
0: <laughs> so I've said this about music, and I believe it about. I believe it about television and film as well. You can be artistic, really, for the sake of being artistic, right? You can have an idea and develop that idea, and not really be super concerned with profit and then let people who market and profit figure out how to make money off of it instead of the people who market and profit either being the creators of it or being so heavily influenced with the creation of it that you lose the artistic part of it. Um, I'm trying to think of, of a film that, that did that very well. And sadly, one does not jump into my brain immediately. <laughs> um, Star Wars. Star Wars, actually. Yes. Um, it, it was created. It was an idea. A man created a universe and a world, and he made this movie and turned it into a, a, a phenomenon.
1: Yeah. It was so, I, I, what I remember hearing about it, it was so weird To people, I mean, and think about it. Being, just think about that pitch to, you know, before if we never heard of Star Wars and hearing the pitch for it, like, yeah, get out of here with that. (laughs) So, space cowboy and his
0: part dog, part man companion fly a disc throughout
1: space. (laughs) get that shit up out of here, man. Man, whatever. I no. No, no, I want to see, um, I want to see Roy Jones, not Roy Jones, Ro- Roy Rogers uh, take on a horse again. That didn't even sound right. Okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, Star Wars, it was like some weird Pornhub shit. You're right, it did. I was just like, no, that's not where I was going with that. No, but um, uh, uh, James Earl Jones um, didn't want his name on it initially. He, he was the voice of Darth Vader. Yes. But um, he, he wasn't, you know, it was like, it was so weird. So out there, he was just like, yeah, nah, don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> You're like, just give me the check.
1: Just, yeah, just cut the check. And then it blew up. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> like, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just I just hope it's, you know, I just hope
1: it's not a carbon copy of the others. And that it's, no, out. It's, going to, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be because i mean star wars did the exact same thing and those movies sucked i mean nine movies later the the last three they went to try to recreate instead of you know they to add on but redoing the original stories again i mean
0: they just they just mixed it up just enough to call it it's a new. remix
1: it's a remix yeah they remixed the movie Ugh. and i'm such a I'm such a fan of Star Wars. I'm going to go check it out anyway. I'm a fan. I'm, you know, I I, I I brought my kids up on Star Wars and Juice with Tupac. Like Star Wars, Juice, and West Side Story. Those <laughs> two movies. <laughs> I had my kids watching when they were coming up. That's a hell of a spectrum here. Yes. Thanks that uh, gangster uh, movie. You have a musical and a a weird space film. <laughs> like, what do you? Let's go. But it just it just spans, you know. But in any case, yeah. I, I still I still go watch it. Speaking of West Side Story, and I'm 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 really hopeful. And right? when I say I'm a fan, of, I'm a fan of West Side Story. Trust me, I am. I'm upset. Um, I, I I went and saw it live in Jersey. It was at the NJ Pack some years ago. My wife knows how much of a fan of it is, and we got tickets and the whole family went and watched it, and it was cool. It was stage play or whatever, but it wasn't Broadway. Well, 2020 was supposed to—they were supposed to had, it was starting off an, a new Broadway run of West Side Story. Then COVID happened and shut down Broadway in New York City and the world, and so Broadway's been—you know—it's about to reopen um, this in September. And they announced that uh nah, what's that story's not gonna happen? God damn it. Not that I was gonna go in COVID, but you know, I, I figured it would be around. I would have a chance to go see it. No, they 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 shut that down. I'm so upset. But Steven Spielberg is doing a new version of it. And film. And it's a timepiece. It's not even like he didn't he didn't try to, from looking at the trailers, he didn't try to make it more modern it's the same time period okay which is which is pretty (laughs) cool um just different actors um i think i don't know if the i'm sure all the music will be basically the same um i think what i think he may get it right you know what lin mel lin manuel miranda didn't which is make sure there are some dark-skinned latinos in the movie (laughs) because they exist um, but um, yeah, I'm excited to see that. I'm, and and that's one of the movies I'm like, Mr. Spielberg, you better not fuck it up. I really want to stick. This is my, you know, West Side Story. Speaks to me. I like I like West Side Story. I like Rocky. I like the Rocky film. Um, what
0: was I finna say? Uh, the music. You say yes. Should the music would be the same. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna update it. You don't think he's going to get little baby to do a verse? Give <laughs> Meg the stallion to do do something?
1: I will I will have to throw something at the screen if that happened. I can see me now sitting there watching. I like to be in America. And here comes Cardi B going, uh-huh. Whap. <laughs> <Get this picture. laughs> As you just look at the screen
0: and go, no. And just walk out. <laughs> just walk out. No. Uh-huh.
1: No. Cardi B appears. She just she just better be with the sharks. She just better be like Maria's little sister or something because she has a hell of a New York, New York uh, Latino accent. Something about that accent is, I, I it's very. Um, we're talking about um, Rosie Perez, mm-hmm. and um, the fact that I didn't I I didn't see her. I think she was discovered on Spike Lee discovered her on. Uh, soul train
0: i think that's how the story goes yes
1: yeah and put her in the movie do the right thing she did the dance in the opening and i never thought she was that great of a dancer she just had a you know the pelvic thrust was amazing
0: she did the uh choreography for in living color and i
1: keep hearing that i didn't i didn't know that she did that
0: Yep, she did that. Um, J Lo got her start on In Living Color. J Lo was one of the right. the fly girls, I think it was. Yep. And it was somebody else that I'm blanking on right now that was from that camp. Uh Josie, The girl with the with the the braids who was in like every rap music video in the nineties. Uh, who was just beautiful. Um But yeah, that's they they're all alum from that space and, Rosie was the choreographer. She would do all of those choreograph those routines that they did in the interstitials, the little breaks.
1: She has she's on the view now. She has not lost her accent. It's not it's not diluted. It's not softened. It's it, it is the same nineteen eighty nine Rosie Perez. <laughs> like but gotta love it.
0: I, I love Rosie Perez. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I think the the ice and um, upper chest area scene was amazing. Yes. <laughs> some of y'all, yes. Some of y'all don't know that scene. I encourage you to go back and watch the movie.
1: Thank God for toes. <laughs> Thank God for kneecaps. <laughs> Thank God for the left. <laughs> <for> the <right. laughs> Spike Spike Lee gets uh yeah, get a high five for that one, brother. That
0: thing <laughs> did nothing to to advance the idea of the film or develop characters. He just wrote that shit in so he could do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so gotta get partially naked in this one and um some ice cubes. All right. Uh clear the room. Roll it.
0: He was like, I was at Cosby's house last night, and I came up with this great idea.
1: <laughs> Only if he said, "Hey, would you like would you like some would you, would you like a Coke or some, some 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 pudding pops?" As soon as we finish the scene, I got you. All right, roll it. No, we didn't get it right. Need need some more ice cubes. Let's do this again. How many takes did they do that in? He said.
0: Uh, he said, "Would you would you like some coke?" And she said, "Yeah." <laughs> and he brought out a razor blade and a piece of glass. <laughs> <under>. <laughs> oh, bad! <man>. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Can we talk about um, Larry Elder?
1: Yes, you have to um, fill me in again and who, who that is. Is that the is that the black man from California? that
0: is governor. uh i don't know if is he california he's a republican yep. he's a politician mm-hmm. uh he is he is running for governor of california
1: that's him yes yes yeah, it, 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 like it sounded like american man sound like a it sounded like a oh, oh i can't say it i was Damn it, YouTube, and you censor. I have to censor myself. Oh, man. I can't
0: somebody sitting in a chair at YouTube with their finger on the delete button, watching the show, just waiting. Just say, like, see something. See something.
1: He gonna say it. He, he gonna say something today. <laughs> Look at that stupid blue shirt. He gonna say something stupid today. Yeah, uh, yeah nah. Yeah, like he's... So, yeah. Please um, yeah. elaborate on this, brother, because...
0: So Larry Elders, like I said, is running for governor of California. And some a conversation that he had with Candace
1: Owens uh, some time ago has resurfaced. A, a, another one. I want to say the word, but I won't. But it rhymes with room. Continue. Uh, he,
0: he, he talked about reparations.
1: Yeah. Okay. All the people. Not those people. (laughs) Fuck them.
0: (laughs) So his quote. When people talk about reparations, do they really want to have that conversation? Like it or not, slavery was legal. Their legal property was taken away from them after the Civil War, so you could make an argument that the people that are owed reparations are not only just black people, but also the people whose property
1: was taken away after the end um your mic is cutting now
0: oh no say it ain't so what about now am i good yeah we're good, we're good. yeah <clears throat> so i'll just read so, it again, yeah, again. <laughs> uh when people talk about reparations do they really want to have that conversation like it or not slavery was legal Their legal property was taken away from them after the Civil War, so you could make an argument that the people that are owed reparations are not only just black people, but also the people whose property was taken away after the end of the Civil War.
1: It's so ridiculous, it's laughable, but it's infuriating at the same time. So this brother just basically said, yeah, reparations not to the slaves, but not only to the slaves, but to the slave owners For their property being taken away, talking about humans, human beings, his ancestors.
0: So I had, (laughs) I had mixed emotions and mixed thoughts on
1: that. You're cutting out again. Mixed emotions.
0: I had mixed emotions and mixed thoughts on that. So, if if you take. All right. So if if you think of then in the mind of then, uh-huh. and you strip all emotion away, all notions of humanity, then what he says makes sense. It's like talking
1: about a bicycle.
0: But if yeah. if you if you acknowledge or,
1: that, or emotion, an animal, or an animal,
0: sure, which. I don't even know if they would talk about animals that way now, but if if you accept the notion that we as as the world has said eh, that slavery was a bad thing in general, not just in America, everywhere, it's a bad idea, and you you approach it with from a, a, a level of humanness, for lack of a better term. It becomes ridiculous. Yeah, but I got curious, and I was like, "Who would agree with this?" It's actually a a concept called compensated emancipation. It has been done before, sure, throughout the world, and in the United States, as it pertains to slavery. As it pertains to slavery, it was instituted our, (laughs) Mm. the great Republican leader, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, emancipated the slaves, tried to get this passed, compensated emancipation. Nobody bid it. Nobody went for it. But they did it in the District of Columbia. And I'm trying really? to find the exact number. It, uh, it gave uh, the act for the release of certain persons held to service or labor within the District of Columbia was put into law on April 16, 1862 by President Abraham Lincoln. It gave former slave owners $300 per enslaved person set free.
1: And what did the slaves get?
0: So that's a very interesting question. The act, uh, in contrast, the formerly enslaved received nothing if they decided to stay in the United States. It provided for an immigration incentive of $100, which is about $2,600 in 2021 money, uh, if they agreed to permanently leave the United States. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we'll pay you to go.
0: We'll pay you to go. We'll pay um, them you... because they lost their property, and we'll pay you to go. So, as ridiculous as Larry Elder is, his country has done that.
1: In yeah, fact, that don't make it.
0: That doesn't make it. No, it's not right. It's certainly not yeah. right. But presumably, they've paid more to former slave owners than they ever have uh, former slaves and descendants thereof. So.
1: Maybe that's, maybe that's, we should revive that reparations act. And say, yeah, you owe us and we'll leave. And we take that and we take that and. Move to our Akons,
0: Akon City in Africa
1: yeah one of those <laughs> uh
0: you know i i found this fascinating right um and and look and i'm i'm not pulling this out of my rear end i am reading from an article that i will leave it in the description i'll leave a link to it in the description it's an article written by one mr thomas kramer he's the associate professor of public policy at the university of connecticut um I read it from a few different sources just so I wasn't getting information from one place. I was weighing it against itself. And every place that I saw it, it was a couple of little things were different, but it was roughly the same thing. Um, But it was it was absolutely fascinating. Uh, They did something similar in Haiti. Uh, Haiti wound up paying France. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: that's why Haiti is dead broke.
0: And that's exactly why Haiti is dead broke. They didn't finish paying that off until 1947, I think. Right. Yeah. 122 years. They wound up borrowing them. They borrowed a bunch of money from French banks to pay France for the loss of slave labor, and it took them 122 years to do it. And they've been their economy has been just devastated in that time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother thing.
0: The British did it. They did it in Haiti. Uh, Yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Larry Elder, thank you for saying that, what you said to make me go and do some research.
1: Nah, fuck you, Larry Elder. (laughs) Fuck you very much. And I hope all the folks in California... Vote against um, whatever's the this. It's weird. They're trying to, this recall election. Make sure you vote in that, and don't let you know this piece of work become <laughs> governor of California. Oh, good God! Can you imagine? Like, really, dude? You want to pay this? Like, yeah. Granted, it's been done. Don't make it right. Neither was slavery, but understanding that okay slavery was not a good thing we want to compensate you but yeah the people that weren't doing that were doing that were participating that benefited from it the most we're gonna pay you too yeah fuck that so that is, and
0: it's i'm glad you said pay you because the author of this article did rough math uh where is it and i was like whoa all right he said in the
1: 1860 census hold on you. Yeah, you I'm, Mike is I'm funky. Fan. Yeah, I sound like it might be your wire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of wires. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funky. I can hear you, but you sound off mic. Uh, let's do this. Let's toggle on and off and see if that helps. How's that? Mm, shitty. okay, but it's not great., <laughs> mm, shitty Can we get the fucker out No.
0: We're just having
1: a wonderful time today. Yeah, this has been... Um, the Spirit of Teddy Riley um, has been flowing all through the program today. Um, Yeah. Any better? It's, it's choppy. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be the data connection. Fuck. Well, it's about time to kind of wrap anyway. So hate to end it on a shitty mic note. (laughs) Shitty mic note.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Every relationship I've ever been in ended on a shitty mic note. (laughs)
1: Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. um, Again, I encourage folks in California, please make sure you get out there and vote. Um, If you got family in California, make sure you call and make sure they vote. you know, Don't skip past this election because things would be... You you think um, Drumpf was... uh, weird this let's not let these weird folks get in power man this uh, is I just don't have I don't even have the energy it's just why this is a black man they say it's the weirdest shit ever I mean Ken, uh, Candace Owens is, is weird enough right and I don't think she's stupid she's just very misguided right Uh, but the, the fact that there are people like this
0: I don't think Candace Owens is completely misguided. I just, I just think she's she's a very intelligent woman with some well thought out viewpoints, and her her origination of how she got to where she is to me makes perfect sense. I, I would say we both probably originated in a very similar place. We just wound up in different places. Uh, okay. I just, I think she's too. She drank too much of the Kool Aid. She's she's too much of a Republican and not a, enough of a independent thinker. So she comes off as a very smart woman who is a Republican cheerleader. And I don't know if that's that she loves the Republican so much or she hates the Democrats so much. I don't know. But just that polarization makes her sound like a Republican cheerleader, which immediately makes a lot of people just not want to hear what she has to say. And I think sometimes she has something intelligent to say.
1: Yeah, I, I she lost me when she when she the way she spoke about George Floyd. And yeah, the fact that 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 he,
0: I don't even know what the fuck that was about.
1: Like she was like, <laughs> I was like so this you know again, you know, and and it, you know, she's in the same box with Kanye as far as I'm concerned. By the way, um I haven't listened to his album and I refuse to. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> I, I don't care. And then I've been hearing mixed reviews on it. Like, uh, oh, it's terrible. Or somebody was like, oh, it's great. I don't care. In any case. Hey folks, this has been a very weird show today. Like, from, <laughs> from technical issues to like, it's just, it's just one of them things, it's, you know, <sighs> but you know, hopefully you enjoy it and you uh, subscribe and stay with us anyway. Um, if you haven't subscribed, again, check our website, Unpoppin' Show. Follow us on all social media at Unpoppin' Show. Oh, wait a minute. Unpoppin'Show.com. Sorry. I'm Yeah, see? Even I'm getting all scrambled brain. Listen, folks, we appreciate you. Thanks for following along with us, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, gotta be safe. Out there. Peace. Peace.